What's going on, everyone? It's me, Joey G, and it's been a minute, but I am back. I'll spare you the details as to where I've been, what I've been doing, and I may come back and share another video just talking about what life has been like for the last month and a half. So I will definitely keep you guys updated on that in another video, but I know you're here to hear all about real world homecoming. Now, I told you guys, I do not like doing episode recaps. Like, to me, they're exhausting, exhausting, they're pointless. It doesn't really open up any real, you know, conversation uh, outside of, you know, well, she was wrong and he was wrong and that's wrong and this and this and this and that. I just like to talk about the overall picture and that works best for me. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to Joey G in the City. That's the new name of the podcast. I wanted a name that would feel just true to my experience moving downtown Jersey City like in 2020 and really kind of been navigating the crazy waters here in the social scene from my outside of my door being a construction zone. It's been an experience. And of course, in the meantime, I love watching all the reality shows and watching not all the reality shows. Let's not, let's not lie. Um, a lot of scripted shows, a lot. I'm big on pop culture. So that's what I'm here to talk to you about. And today we're talking about real world homecoming New Orleans and just my thoughts on how it's been going so far, how it can improve where we came from where we're going all those great things and i must say so far real world's homecoming is the most entertaining real world homecoming that i've seen so far now there has been new york new york was great for nostalgic state sake I love seeing the original cast together. It made sense to reunite an original cast and put them in the house and just see what it's like today. What what would happen? You know, everyone's a lot older and wiser, and it's a great way of just seeing the wisdom of from where they were to where they are now. I, so I thought it was absolutely a wonderful idea to put the New York cast together. LA, I thought that the cast brought great conversations, uh, intense arguments, which is which is awesome. However, I do feel like the part where we're watching them kind of live their lives from the day to day, I, I just feel like, okay, it's not that kind of thing anymore. It's a little, they're a lot older. It felt almost like they were, you know, Hang, just hanging around waiting for God to call their number. That's what it was giving. And I would have just loved for them to kind of just probably sit on the couch, you know, with like an Andy Cohen kind of host and talk all these things through and talk all these things out as opposed to them living in the house for two weeks. I just don't think that that experiment, experiment would have worked for everybody. Just like I don't think that experiment would work with for San Francisco. And definitely not London. I don't think we have anything to talk to London about. I do think that 
New Orleans uh, being only 22 years old, I still think that they have a lot of memories. They have a lot of emotions still about things that have happened. I think that there is some dynamics that are still very much relevant today. And I, I think overall, we have a group of personalities that are very entertaining. I'm going to say a lot of people have their their guns set on Julie. Like the, everyone's upset about the things that she did the first day, the, you know, the cr fake crying when she's entering the home. And I while I do think that those may have been genuine tears. I do also think that those G those tears were also strategic. Uh, some people can cry for real, but the intention is not genuine. I think it was to soften the blow so that she doesn't get direct rudeness right away. But Melissa wasn't falling for that. And she let her know like, hi, how are you doing? And just let that be what it is and no hugging none of the crazy stuff you know none of the, the fake sentimental stuff and i think danny as well he didn't want to deal with that either and just let her know listen we'll talk about that another time let's not get into it right now because it feels very performative and definitely it was performative overall i don't think julie was able to grasp exactly how hideous her actions were and also, she didn't really understand that she's accountable because it was for her benefit. And David had to explain that to her. And we're not going to go over a whole recap because, you know, I don't do those. But I think that Julie is still somewhat in the same place she was 22 years ago, where she gets in these situations and she gets very excited very excited about experiencing very excited about learning so while she's still she may not be fully up to date she definitely uh i think it's really just trying to search and find answers and sometimes she gets a little stubborn but let me just say this i'm going to say this and to, let me say this also two or three things can all be true at the same time okay so the it could be true the other cast members outside of julie are not looking to create reality show moments they're not looking to do they're not looking to open themselves and share certain things and get really vulnerable and certain matters whether it's due to religious reasons whether it's due to what their husbands or the people at home would think they're just not willing to do that and that's fine you know these are not reality stars you know these are people who lived in the house for six months back in 2000 the year 2000 you know they 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 were not looking to be like on real housewives where you expect to be on the show for like 10 years and you gain some kind of celebrity it just wasn't like that so these are people who were in, in obscurity you know otherwise you know coming back into a situation 
So this, these, all these things are, that's true. Now also, what's also true is Julie, Julie is here to have experiences and she's open to these experiences and she's open to having fun and she's open to doing things she maybe never did before. And she's open to doing it in front of the camera. She's open to being vulnerable in front of the camera and she doesn't feel like the rest of the cast is open to doing so. And I believe that's pretty okay. I do think that it was misinterpreted, the conversation she had with her husband on the phone. I think that when she says that she was basically taking a bullet by getting drunk on the first night, I don't think necessarily she was saying that she got drunk on the first night, you know, the spice of the show, but she opened herself to the experiences, to the experience by by being her by being herself being you know going out and and exploring this this unusual experience i think that she feels like okay she's open to it and the other people are kind of coming back in really with one foot out the door and i think that's that's the truth as well you know so i i think that there is there could be room for the rest of the cast, even though they're they're participating in the swamp swamp trips, there's they're participating in tarot card reading, they're participating in things like that. But Kelly Wolf is not really going to be as open or as transparent, you know. And we also know that Jamie wasn't really being as open as transparent, or maybe he was just like not you know, nonchalant about it. You know, when Julie spoke about in the most recent episode about basically Jamie giving her her first orgasm, like maybe he, you know, but I mean, the concern of Kelly was that, you know, well, I hope that she got consent and they got together and they decided that they were going to talk about this together. I'm like, this is her truth. This is, this is the, her truth. Their truth is going to be told regardless if you like it or not. And he should have just been honest about it, you know, and I, he didn't deny it, which I think is also good. But I think that everyone is looking at it from different eyes, you know, and and I hate to be insensitive to some of these people, but <laughs> ask yourself why you can't be vulnerable, no matter who's around what's around and what's going on okay because there's growth that a lot of people have when they go from between the ages of 20 something to 40 and then there's people who kind of just comply to whatever's around them you know in my humble opinion i think matt is someone who just kind of grew into whatever is around him you know I think Melissa is absolutely funny. I think she's great. You know, I, I think she's gives gives great personality on one-liners. But she may have been grown into the role of who is around her and what she's around. You know, so there's growth and there is, you know, kind of growing in a box 
you know so i don't i don't think all the time that that people on this particular show you know they're, that they're going to open themselves up and just do something different be something different you know just have something different going on and i could be completely wrong about that but i i from what i'm seeing in the show i feel like the only person who is radically open to just experiences and just lending themselves to it is julie and i think that's why a lot of the clips tend to be related to julie uh you know and and i appreciate danny in spite of him being very uh apprehensive about being this advocate you know i think that i had to commend him for you know meeting up with peter and it, i i Sorry, I keep calling him Peter, but Paul. Paul, Peter is Kelly's guy. Him meeting up with Paul and getting that closure. But I don't really feel like we as the audience got to really even hear what really was going on. And I felt like we needed to hear that to get some understanding, some insight to this is what could happen in a relationship like this. You know, we got the surface stuff. But we went, we really need to, you guys to really have that conversation fully. Some people are so anti-reality TV and some people are so anti-document, anti-documentary, and that's fine. You know, and some people want it to be like, you know, no, you have to respect the borders. You have to kind of respect the, you know, you have to keep that on TV, keep that private, keep that this. And I get that to a degree. However, I do think that when you put yourself in this situation, either go all out and, and by all out i don't mean act of ass you know unless unless you going all out looks like an ass to someone else it doesn't matter but as long as it's you being you and being true to you i felt like that conversation between him and and paul was very uncomfortable for them it felt like we didn't really get much conversation i felt like it was um almost like almost like i feel like in, in, th listen i'm not gonna be the villain but if i am i am i feel like danny was almost cutting paul off as to not to get to him to say stuff like you know we're not going to rehash that you know so it, it the conversation was with i feel like i was cheated out of the real conversation that's all i'm going to say about that um in the in the recent episode i don't know what's going on with julie in this in this respect I don't know what's going on with Julie in the sense of her and Jamie and her feeling like she wants this sexual connection with Jamie. And I just thought when they were jumping rope and she said, you know, well, what's wrong with, you know, two people just having this, you know, great connection and it just be a sexual exchange. And I just wonder what her husband feels about that, you know? I think I think that's you know I but you know in spite of me not necessarily agreeing with it you know as a human being as a person as someone who may be more monogamous that doesn't mean that I'm like okay well what like this shouldn't be on the show I feel like this is good because yeah this is what happens when you put men and women in the house together you know who are attracted to each other you know even if they have significant others in other places yeah, there's going to there could potentially be room for these things to happen. So I think that's a story that needs to be told as well. So yes, he's she's putting Julie would be the one to put herself in that 
in the burning wood, in the in the burning fire to, you know, show people that sometimes men and sometimes men, women or whoever is attracted to each other just can't be in the same house together, you know, without there being some kind of stuff going on. You know, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's, it's going to be, get a little crazy, especially if the person, they have a, a previous attraction. I didn't know that they pre. We didn't know that they previously, and this is a spoiler. I didn't know that they previously had sex, but they had sex on the Extreme Challenge back in two thousand one, and Julie raved, raved about his sex and how she get he gave her her first orgasm. I thought that was pretty intriguing, you know. And I I, I wonder if. I don't know. Are is she in, a, in an open relationship with her Spencer? Is it Spencer or Spencer? I, I can't remember. Guys, let me know in the comments or you know, if you're watching, listening on the podcast, you know, let me know somehow. Um I, I don't know if their relationship is open. I guess we'll find out next week. I don't know if if something happens between Julie and Jamie. Going forward, to me, it seems like when Julie is adamant about something, I feel like there's a possibility that it could happen. I I feel like she's the kind of person who takes leaps, which I respect to respect, you know, with within certain parameters. But yeah, I think I think she might be she might completely set it off with Jamie. But then I'm also like Jamie, you're married too. You know, you have a wife. You know. How does she feel about you being in a hot tub with Julie by yourselves? I'm sure she would have wanted you to leave with with Kelly and Danny who are drinking tea and being boring, you know? Listen, I understand. Like, being 40 years old is not fucking dead. It's not fucking old. Guys, stop it. Please stop with the nonsense. No, you don't need to be out like falling on your face drunk. No, you don't have to be doing that. But damn, guys, can y'all have more conversations? Like y'all going to bed at eight o'clock and you're in a new city? What kind of shit is that? Like, I, I just don't I just don't believe that life ends at a certain time. I think there's certain people when we talk about people who grow into a grow in a box, and we talk about people who grow into this, well, I have children and I have a husband. And my life is dedicated to them. So this is all I'm used to doing. I don't know what else to do with myself. So I will just go to bed at a decent hour. No party, no fun, no foolishness. And if you choose to live your life that way, much power to you. But if you feel like that's just what is supposed to, what a, a, a great, upstanding 40-year-old is supposed to do, and that's why you're being so reserved, other roommates. You need another opportunity to to really do it right. You know, like you really do. And I'm not saying these people don't have fun otherwise, but I'm just saying like, guys, come on now. Y'all, y'all could have did a lot more, had a lot more fun and kind of like let your hair down just a little bit more. God damn. <laughs> You know, I, I, so in, the, in some respects, I do agree with Julie in that respect. Like, yes, y'all are behaving like old people. Like, t- 
Tokyo, you do art. Like, let's see you doing some art late at night or something. Let's see someone. Let's all get in on it. Like, let's do something. That's where I have all of the questions, you know. <laughs> it's, you know, and it's, it's no judgment because I love these roommates. But, yeah, I, I do think that I do think there's only one person who's really game. Now, if I could imagine that there's going to be another another real world homecoming a season four that is which i feel like it could well be very well be because this season is pretty lit it really is lit even though julie's doing most of the lighting it's lit you know i think that and, and i heard rumors before austin was one of those cities that was heavily considered as a real world homecoming city and I do believe that if you did take the people from Austin, I think that it would be even more crazy. Like you have Nehemiah. These are people, some, most of these people we see on the challenge. So you have Nehemiah. You have Johanna. You have, um, damn, I'm drawing a blank on everyone's names. Jen, Coley. Brooke, no, sir, wrong city. That's that's completely wrong. That's Denver. I'm so out of hand. I know I know real world cities like a back of my hand. Why do I know this? Let me start over. So from Austin, you have Wes, Lacey, Melinda, Alex, uh, Johanna, Nehemiah. Um, was there somebody else? And Rachel. So I think those those people would probably be lit, 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 lit. I have no reason to see Key West. I feel like Key West was majority of storms majority of the time. And I don't think there was any topics that we need to really revisit. Also, that's one thing about this season. I feel like the, the incoming messages are not as impactful as they were in the previous seasons. You know, we, we had the racism talk last week. I think that was great. Uh, we had the situation with, we had the situation with uh, this week, which brought on some conversation about sex, but they weren't even comfortable talking about that for the most part. Like, guys, it's 2022. Like, I think you guys needed to kind of like, Mm, you're getting you're you're being given this opportunity to do this again. Your next steps, you know, is going to be in the fucking grave, guys. Like like let's fucking take advantage of this once in a lifetime fucking opportunity, guys. You know, like let's just fucking do it up. And, but it just kind of seems like only Julie came to really live it up and really take advantage. And I can see Julie being the one going on challenges. I can see Julie, I don't know what her financial situation is, but I can see her on like a real housewives um or maybe not. No, I don't think that's her. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Not with those leggings, girl. Um, but yes, I'm truly enjoying Real World Homecoming New Orleans. I I do think Matt needs to speak up more. Whatever your opinion is, speak up so that we can discuss it. But I feel like you're being a little cowardly, like by not saying what your your views are you know, in public, you know, I feel like you, you feel that way about homosexuals, you know, as me being one, I could say it like that. Um, I, 
feel like you need to speak up and just tell them, hey, yes, I still think that this is what this is what I what it is. But it makes it worse when you're like sitting around just pretending like you are, you know, like you don't acting like you don't want to talk about it, being scared to talk about it, being scared to talk about anything, you know, and I see with all the quotes coming from that book, you had a lot to say and you're now being called on it. And I'm looking forward to next week so we can really see exactly what what you got to say now, now that you can't just walk away or run away. We'll see, Matt. You know, Matt has a beautiful family. Uh, you know, he's, he seems like he's gives. I'm going to say this, and it's going to be very controversial. And you can take it however you want to take it. I'm just going to say it. Matt is giving me Jim Baker vibes. And I said it. So you could take whatever you want from that, <laughs> whatever you want from that, you know, and we're going to just, we're just going to go with that. We're going to go with that. Yeah. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to be back with more, with more episodes of the new show now, which is Joey G in the city. We're also going to have the video version available on YouTube. So that's going to be great. So you can just sit me here, watch me, watching me talk. Isn't it delightful? And I hope you guys truly continue to enjoy Real World Homecoming and enjoy our future episodes. Guys, thank you so much for this. Again, I love you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media under Joey G. I, on Instagram, it's I am Joey G in the city. Yes. On Twitter, it's Joey G in the city. So there you have it. All right, guys. Till next time. Later. <laughs>